1 Corinthians chapter 10, we read from the verse 14. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Behold, Israel after the flesh, are not they which eat of the sacrifices, partakers of the altar? What say I then? That the idol is anything, or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? And then verse 30. I by grace be a partaker. The Corinthian believers were in the main Gentiles. In other words, they have turned from idolatry because the Gentiles, as pagans, worshipped idols, false gods. The idols were nothing in reality. But because of the blindness of men that the Satan causes in men, he is behind the idols. So it's satanic heathen worship, false religion. It's devilish. Whenever the Corinthians were converted, they left that. They didn't only leave it, they renounced it. And that's one of the things in the early church, whenever they were baptized, those who were baptized coming out of paganism, they renounced Satan and his works. And they renounced the idols and the devils. And they became partakers of something new. They come now to another table. Not the table of devils. Not the table of Satan. Not of idols. But they come now to the table of the Lord. And the important word in this chapter. Is the word partakers. Christians are partakers. You have it there in verse 17. We are all partakers of that one bread. We partake of Christ because there's no way of being saved apart from that. We're in union to Christ and we believe in him and trust in him. We also partake of a covenantal meal, a feast, which the Lord has given us. Just as in the idols, the false religion, they had their gods, they had their idols, and they come together to have fellowship around the table of idols. And they give thanks to their idol, and they dedicated the food in the idol's name, and they ate and partake before them. But Christians, the Lord has given us a feast, a covenantal feast, that we can partake of before him, before the Lord. 
And this was set forth in the Old Testament feasts. You shall eat before the Lord. And in the New Testament feast, this table that is set before us, we eat and drink before the Lord. The cup, the communion of his blood. The bread, the communion of his body. So we are partaking of the one bread, Christ. And we have a special table. What's it called there in verse 21? The table of the Lord, the Lord's table. And what's the cup called? It's called the cup of the Lord. It's not man's cup. It's one cup, it's one bread, it's one table, and it's all the Lord's. And we are to partake together. And this partaking is by grace, because it says there in verse 30, I by grace am a partaker. And that's true, brethren and sisters. It's God's grace that has reached us and opened our eyes and turned us from the darkness and to renounce Satan and his works to partake of the table of the Lord. And so we come to do that. But our renouncing Satan at baptism is to have an ongoing thing. We're to continue to renounce Satan. We're to continue to renounce the devils and the works of darkness. And that's why the apostle put it the way he does in verse 21. He doesn't just say we are partakers of the Lord's table, but you'll see how he he makes it all negative. And he puts it in the form of a, a prohibition. He says, you cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partaker of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. You, you can't be at both tables. You know, the Lord's table is fenced. Whenever we talk about it being an open table, we're not meaning it's, it's unfenced and it's open to everybody. No, it's open to God's people. It's open to those who are walking worthy of the vocation whereby they are called but it is fenced by the word of God to everybody else. And so in that sense, it's a closed table. It's, it's, it's a close communion for God's people. And it's closed to all outside who, who are eating off the devil's table and drinking off the, the devil's food, especially in false religion, because that's the context of this, idols and false religion, pagan worship, uh, which is why ecumenism is so subtle because it would bring us back to, to the false, to the idolatry to the uncleanness and we have renounced that and we've come out of that the children of God have to be vigilant and careful and especially in this matter of the Lord's table and that's why the Bible calls us to examine ourselves let, let a man examine himself and so eat and it is in this area that the examination is, is to be done do you still renounce Satan? Do you still renounce the devils and the demons and the works of darkness? Then you may partake of the Lord's table. So let us examine ourselves, but not go away. Let us examine ourselves and repent and come. So let us meet. So let us partake together of the Lord who has so graciously bought us with his blood.